Yo, what up? It's Cody. And Charisma. You're now listening to Random, Random Com- Convos really? from the couch. We can say it together. We can. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Welcome uh, to another episode mm-hmm. from us. So today was, not today, this week was an interesting week. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was. It was very interesting. Would you say it's for the good or was it like a lot of like... BS going on. It's, it, it's still, it was regular. When I say regular, mean like, it's just like how normal it is. Like, you know, you gotta have the good, bad, and the ugly. And we kind of just saw a little bit of all that. Um, you wanna start with the good? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I would say, like, we have to label it like, like here is good. I mean, I think it's like one of those self explanatory things. Yeah. You know, because it could be something that you think is good and I think it's bad or vice versa, you know, stuff like that's that. That's true. Uh, starting off with the Grammys this week. Uh, yes. So, shout out to. Uh, so, what did you think of the Grammys? Was it what you anticipated for it to be? Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I did not. I thought it was actually going to be bad. Yeah. I think, I think. I think you had thought about that being you was just kind of like, I don't really, you know. I think it was going to be bad because the past few years of the Grammys haven't been the best. And then also, too, due to COVID, I was like, how are they going to do it? Because they had already pushed it back. Okay, I beg to differ. Only because, like, two years ago, that was one of the best ones. Which one was that? The one that Cardi won. Um, oh, okay. And, um, you know. And that was two years ago? That was it was two thousand it was the two thousand nineteen Grammys off of two thousand eighteen like music which I thought was one of my favorite music years. What time? What month is the Grammys typically in? It's it's February. Okay. Because if you remember, I was so last year when they had it, COVID hadn't hit yet. No, or it was it, it was, was it was the day before our anniversary. Okay. And so, but this one was uh, I want to say in February like that one I'm talking about the one I liked is because the very next day we were going to Tulsa for the uh, for the Travis Scott concert. The, oh. Oh, yes, that and, was last year. No, not 2019. It's I'm sorry. To, even though we're in 2021, it's uh, it, it's just tough to think that 2020. Oh yes, because I remember because he didn't the show original up. one they postponed it because when we were like he got drunk. Yeah, he was I, probably like hungover. Hung, yeah, but I was thinking like he he timed it wrong going to California and then trying to come to Tulsa. Too. I think he was there too. He's not gonna be at that concert. I tomorrow. just felt. I mean, I didn't. And he wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. I wouldn't feel like he wasn't going to make it as we were going to Tulsa. In my mind, I'm thinking, he's did, pro- I'm going to be surprised he, if he showed up. Didn't he pull some BS to, like, announce, like, a few hours before the concert? Yeah, because, okay, so, although we're we going to get and into I, real Grammy talk, but we're going to really explain this, uh, this, this Travis Scott concert for anyone that wasn't in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that knows about this. So, Travis had really had his World tour, and this was the second leg of the tour. Now, I felt right as he was doing this, it was kind of weird that he would go to city to city, but then all of a sudden when Grammys came up, he was going to attend the Grammys. So, Tulsa was on Monday. He, I the was Grammys thinking, were that Sunday. Was that Sunday? Sunday if he would have did Tuesday, cool. You know, Wednesday maybe. You know, just to get a couple of days. Because I mean, I know you're working hard, but you ain't got to overdo it. Yeah. So and especially if he would have won, he would feel like he would have been hung over. Like you yeah, wouldn't want to not even do that, a concert just, the next day. You're literally in California. You got to get on the plane, mm-hmm. and then I don't know how your crew. Your crew got to set up the stage. Your your um your the openers, which was really just Shake West. But you know you got to have everybody all intact for Tulsa. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, well if he's if he's gonna do it and he announced it months in advance, I'm with it. I want to see 
Travis, this was the album that I wanted to see him with. Okay, cool. So we're driving there in Tulsa to Oklahoma City for people that don't live in Oklahoma. It's like about uh, an hour and a half drive. It, you know, especially with five o'clock traffic, all those type of things. Cool. So we get down there. And did we ever go to Tulsa? Or we ever? We, we did go. We did, we did go. And then we found out there yeah, that so he canceled it was kids the lined deal. Up. That he can't, that he rescheduled mm-hmm. the concert. And I remember we were all upset because... We was about to pay for parking. But Yes, and luckily, too, we were going to the parking garage, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, oh, he rescheduled the concert. Because yeah. we were about to pay $20 for parking. And I remember we were pissed because it's like, dude, you knew hours before you wasn't making it to the concert. Right. And you this would have been a nice know. little Twitter announcement because, yeah, like, for, like I said, an like, hour and a half drive to get to Tulsa... It would have been nice to know about this before we even left because I also had tickets to the Thunder game. Yeah, we but could have just did that. But it was like really annoying too because it's like you let people know that your concert is like postponed. Mm-hmm. You're going to reschedule like an hour, an hour and a half before the concert. Yeah. That and, was some BS. Oh, and, and let me tell you, our reaction to it was just like how we just we were explaining. Like it was a little surprised, but you know, it was disappointing, but whatever. But those kids out there did not want to oh, let yeah, up. They, were they mad. destroyed. They the, did, y'all. It, I mean, I understand they were upset, but what they did was really immature y'all yeah. they started like destroying the property like they took like the barcades the and threw it arena. at the uh, doors the cops had to come in had to do the pepper spray yeah. all because Travis and, and the thing about it is he didn't like cancel the concert he just postponed it he postponed it to the very next month which is actually it's funny to mention this next next Friday will be two years since yeah. the concert and uh just to kind of wrap up the Travis Scott yeah. concert to y'all um although he did postpone it when we did go it was a, it a was great worth concert. It. Yeah, one of the best ones. So he ones. definitely did make up for that. He did, yeah. But um, but going into 2020 and and into Houston artists, uh, shout out to uh, Miss Miss Megan The Stallion. Yeah, Megan won uh, three, three Grammys. Of, three of them hoes. And she was nominated for three, right? <laughs> she was nominated. Did she win every? Well, no, no. She hold on. Did she win? She won best new artist, didn't she? She did. Okay, best new artist, best rap, song. best rap song, and best. Uh, uh, best rap performance. So I think was she just nominated for three? I think so. Okay, so that's good. She won everything she was nominated. Yeah, I for. think so. Um, three for three. I had I had sent Charisma a text on the Friday right before the the Grammys. I said Meg is gonna win at least two Grammys. Mm-hmm. I I said best new artist for sure. I had looked at that list, and if Doja Cat's not winning it. Because and not to say the other candidates that were in that in that category wasn't worthy. Mm-hmm. I was like, but Megan was just she had a buzz like she she's hot right now. No pun intended for hot girl summer and all that, but she hot. She got this award. Okay, she was nominated for four and four. won three. Okay, one three. Okay, cool. So three out of four. Not hey, that's like that's seventy five percent. Yeah, the only one she didn't win was for record of the year. Oh yeah, that one. When you talking record of the year, I mean that's who won that. I'm probably Taylor Swift or something. I don't know. I don't think so, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, that and then um, so going into the Grammys, Beyonce needed to win four to have the most Grammys of any artist of all time, and she won them all. And she won them all. Like, uh, well, hold on, hold on. Was she not? Well, she won four. I don't know. I'm sure she was nominated for more. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But well, she beat a record. Yeah. So and then Blue Ivy. Um, won her first Grammy. Won her first Grammy. So she's the second youngest. Uh, Who's the first? Who's the first? I don't know. Somebody that's probably either she tied it at, at age nine or somebody was eight or younger. I couldn't have told you. Um, I don't know. Overall, it was really good. The performances. They did good with the pandemic. How they spaced everybody out. Everybody they wore a mask. They had and it I, outside. I, I like to like uh, 
when they were doing the nominations, the only people that were at the table were the people that were nominated. Yeah. So I, I they feel switched like, them out. Yeah. So they were like rotating and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which I did like. Um, I don't really know how. Tr- I mean, I guess Trevor Noah did okay. I wasn't really paying attention to him that much. Uh, what you think about uh, Meg's and Cardi's performance? Okay. Or so, Megan's performance first. Well, I the think, whole, we can tie it into the whole thing because they both kind of like backed off each other. I think it was good. I loved it. Um, because, Although I was shocked that they performed WAP. But you know what? As international as that song going to be, as big as it's going to be, it's already five times platinum. I mean, I know that, but it's also a very explicit song on a cable television network true but i look at it like if there's barriers that's going to be broken let's 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 do it and on top of that this side for one they announced it ahead of time i mean you know i mean plus two how nasty that song is too when you hear the edited version it just don't sound as good it don't sound as good but the performance they 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 pulled it off if it was a bad performance i could understand what the backlash they're gonna get but they knew they going in and then on top of that somebody had to sign off on it Somebody must have liked that song that much to the point where because you're not gonna hear Throat Baby at the at the oh, Grammys. God, I hope not. So you so what I'm saying is is like there's a bunch of people that's gonna be like you know in the boardroom like okay you know because we gotta approve on some songs that's this gonna be random. Are the only people that perform at the Grammys are the people that are nominated? Not necessarily because if you think about it, Anderson Park and um, well, Bruno that's Mars because just, they that's because. They asked them two weeks ago to do it. Yeah, but they weren't not. They they just about to do the album. I'm sure they're gonna be Grammy, Grammy nominated when it comes out next year. But, but I, I feel like, but I, okay, I feel like everyone else that performed mm-hmm. was nominated. They were, yeah. But I, that was the only exception as well. But is that what out. typically happens though? Yeah, I feel won't. like I feel like Anderson Pac and Bruno were different because they literally were on Twitter. Asking like, "Hey, Grammys can perform the song." Yeah, I, but I think they wind up doing something different because prior to that, everybody that's there is already performing um, songs and stuff like that. But people typically is like, "Look, I want to know if I have a, even though I'm nominated, I want to have a good chance to win because I don't want to come out there and waste my time." Because yeah. a lot of people, you know, it like this is a big moment for them, and so for for that to be happening. I want to be able to perform my song, but I also want to have an acceptance speech to, you know, to accept my award. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, because I don't have to go to the Grammys and stuff like that. I mean, but if I was an artist, I would. Yeah. I, mean, oh, I, oh. I know I know people are like... If I'm brand Grammys. new. Yeah. But, I, mean, I mean, it's yeah. still like the top award if you are a artist. Of course. If I'm, if I'm an artist and for nominated purposes... That's still um, like the highest. That's the highest. The only way I won't go is if I'm on tour. Like yeah. I can't make it, and I'm not going. You know, cancel it. So, what did you think about uh, Lil Baby's performance? And I liked it. Did you Did you like the Baby's performance? Yeah, because I'm happy he had a uh, he had a uh, Tamika Mallory. Yes. She was talking. I had uh, Killer Mike, and which I was like, oh, he got Killer Mike. I'm like, that's that's what's up. I did like how they they incorporated the uh, the Wendy's mm-hmm. into that and everything. I and, and Although it's one of those, it's a touchy subject, he, it needed to be said. Yeah. And also for Lil Baby, for him being a rising new artist out on the scene, uh, that was great for him because he got other people that like younger listeners and they could be able to like really like tap into it. So he's not trying to make a political statement, but it could be put off as something powerful. So that yeah. song, I mean, I'm surprised that song actually didn't take it. I, I would say this. I mean, Megan, she got three. 
if they would like look if you could take away one of those awards I probably would have gave one of them to like the box because as much as that was being played and you know it's so interesting to me that it got nominated because I just feel like the box is just so old at this point honestly yeah but it was but the, the whole guideline because it came out in December of uh yeah I guess yeah. it just seems like it was just but like the two, whole, three years old yeah that's how typically it's gonna be like that sometimes you're gonna have them that you couldn't do the deadline then so might as well put it out now i'm sure because cardi now said this a few weeks ago a month ago that when wap they're gonna put it in for grammy nominated till next year she just didn't want to do it this year mm-hmm. because you know of whatever so she's gonna submit the deadline and they already performed it I think that's a that's a front runner. Yeah, so, uh, Nas won. Yeah, um, his first Grammy ever. He's been in the game for years. Yeah, uh, they at first people thought that he won the Grammy with um, writing um, Men uh, Men in Black from from the movie. Uh, yeah, the Will Smith song. Um, he wrote that. He so, didn't writing. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that one. But, but, but some awards is just the artist. Other awards, it's like how Jay Z won his third twenty third. So depending on the award, you you can get a Grammy based on the writing credit. Right, but, but the it, has, it has to be the type of award. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you don't see that the the title of the song and then parentheses, C. Every, dot Thomas, K. Dot Thomas, every, everybody that wrote it, then it gets a Grammy. So gotcha. when people was like, technically he didn't win it. He he wrote it, but he didn't win it. I'm sure maybe Will Smith probably gave him that award. Just maybe he can have it in the house or something. I mean, he you know. Hey, these are your lyrics. I just was the one performing them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this one, um, I was, I was. What did that song win for? What, what song? The Men in Black. What uh, great was that? Probably best rap song or something. I don't know. I, I mean, I you can look it up if you want. But wow. at the same time, you got to understand at for for Will Smith for people like that, it was a lot of people that was just it was it's, it's a popularity contest. Yeah. So for Nas to take this long into the game to finally win one, it was actually a great thing because. You know, if you was like, hey, we could be the one to, to put the award out, who would win it? Illmatic would have won the award after 94. Um, mm-hmm. He would have probably won it for for, uh, for It Was Written, maybe. it's he. That's the reason why it was a lot of people was like, dang, it took him this long to get it. Um, I was shocked of the of the response. I mean, I wasn't going to be mad either way. That wasn't my first choice, but I'm happy he got it. I was like, if there is a Nas album to get it, I'm, I'm okay with King's Disease to be the... Uh, the, yeah, I mean, he, he definitely deserved it because yeah. he's been in the game for so long. And he, but it, the formula finally worked. He hooked up with Hit Boy, which is a great producer. So, had he ever been nominated ever? Yeah, he, he the last time, and I'm a, I, I thought about it. As bad as this, this was in 2013 for the 2012, like, um, the 2012, like, stuff, I think. Um, as much as I liked uh, Drake. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I feel like if there's a Nas album to be to win, Life's Good that that album, which is basically and this is the only way I can compare it because I don't know if you ever listened to it. It was like a version of 444 for Nas. It was it was grown, but you know, but he didn't talk like he was younger. He basically was on his grown man ish. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was like, you know, I would give it to Nas, and I feel like and even me saying that sound like a pity award, but that was a good album for him. So he's been nominated before. It just it just took some time. So good representation of it, uh, of that, of him winning that award, especially with Hit Boy. Hit Boy is added to his thing. He got niggas. By in the Paris, way, for the middle Rack, black Rack song, middle. Hmm? is Nas's real name is Nazir, right? Nazir Jones. He's not listed as a writer. Oh, for that well, song. So I don't know. Well, that um, was it, it was rumored for. Well, 
There are songs that people just don't do the writing credit. You know how people. Why, would you, a, why would you not want a writing credit? Maybe. Then, okay, think of, you know, him being who he is, and people probably like, you know how people like trash some shit, and mm-hmm. you might as well just not put your name out. <laughs> but you're not going to know that until after put out. But after, put yeah. Out, because, because, like, Lil Yachty. Like. Oh, uh, with the City Girls song. With the City Girls. Like, you know, if, if you say, hey, I wrote this song. So, I, well, I mean, before that, was he. I mean, I don't know because nobody does look at the writing credits. Was he listening on the writing credits? We will never know. It, it would never know because uh, here's the thing: people are not gonna really pay attention to little like little Yachty's real name, um, or like when people. Oh yeah, because it was it wouldn't say little Yachty. Yeah, yeah. or then when we talking about the whole um, t-shirt in my panties, it was wrote by Jamie Foxx, but he was it was listed as Eric Bishop, his real name. So it's things in that nature. That maybe either you want the credit or That's you don't so want the credit. It is so. Um, but yeah, Grammys was good this year. Uh, Beyond uh, Houston, shout out to them, the whole city because they did their thing and everything. H time. H time. But uh, yeah, so uh, what, what's next? What you want to talk about? Uh, the next thing, just because we're talking about like art and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, we can just talk about this briefly mm-hmm. about the whole Anita Baker situation. Yes, yes. Um, I know you are a big. Anita Baker fan. I love, yeah. That's, fan. that's my music auntie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, when it came out that she was basically asking all her fans not to stream her music mm-hmm. because she didn't own her masters. Right. So I'm assuming she she ain't really getting paid. No, because... It, which, it, which was really shocking to me because, mm-hmm. you know, Anita Baker, she's a legend. A, a R&B legend and it's... Unfortunate to hear that even acts as old as her mm-hmm. that they still don't own the rights to their music. Right, I, and I, it, it is shocking, but and also makes me too like what kind of deals are but people signing? We we in different times. I, I mean, but it's still happening today. Though. It, it's still it's ha- it's happening today, but at the same time, we don't know what like how things are all set up. But then at the same time, you also got to have the right people around you to do that because. I think um, I don't know if it was Mike or some Mike or Prince. Somebody was talking to somebody was like, "Hey, you need to own your masters. Hey, you need to own your masters." Now I could be getting this wrong, so if I am, somebody just shoot an email and just like correct me, and I'll just read it back next week. But if my if I'm not mistaken, I think Michael had told Paul McCartney, "Hey, you need to own your masters or get your masters or whatever." And dude didn't do it, and Michael wound up buying them, and he got it. I feel it must be hard. It is, and I think it's one of those things where or maybe it's because it costs a lot of money, and these and artists don't have the money to buy them. Sierra bought, uh, or excuse me, Russell bought Sierra's uh, masters, and that was a big deal. All right, so would you say the way to maybe avoid that is to maybe just be independent? independent? Yes, like Nipsey. Nipsey had he owned his <laughs> masters, and remind you, you know, we talk about he owned his masters. Um, How many artists you think actually own their masters? I would say a good seventy percent. Or do you think? Do you think that sometimes artists want their masters when they feel like uh, that? Just sounds like some slave shit too. Talking about owning your masters, <laughs> um, but you know, <laughs> oh, I just got yeah. that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, do you ever think that artists, the artists that want to get their masters, are the artists that maybe aren't making a lot of money? Like for instance, I'm just gonna bring them as an example: Jay Z and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You think they only masters? Of course. Or they? You sh- I mean, but what if they don't? But no. but maybe they're just so sad. They're satisfied with the money they are earning. They're not about to try to like fight for them because 
they're good. No, no, you you definitely want to because here's the thing: if you don't own your masters, but it, do we know that they own their masters? Well, here's the thing, and this is the best way I can put it to you: if you go to title, uh-huh. right, and then search one of their names, you are gonna see under their album, master. So that means what? That they own it? Yeah. Oh, that's the. Oh, that could be like the master. No, right? ma- mastered. Okay. It, yeah, like master remastered. Yeah, um, but I'm saying like you know, mass. That's because I could have I could have sworn that they had a playlist saying like uh, people that own their masters or something like that. I could have sworn they had that on the, on the title, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's what's up, you know. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, but for artists, it, it's it has to be tough. I think I just googled. I think it says. I think Jay Z owns some of his masters. Okay. Not all of them, though. Well, I think it also because you know, like early Rockefeller stuff. He also got to share that with like Dave Dash. You know, they they know they're not really friends right now and everything. But I, I but I'm sure he probably does though because he's always been really good of like artists like taking ownership. Like why he started like title and stuff so the artists can get paid. Yeah, and, like but yeah, and he and we're not gonna know every single detail of what's all going on because. He got he may got some stuff that we don't know about and everything, you know, or he don't publicize it as as you will. Oh, so she does on her masters. Yeah, she just uh that's that uh that was back in two thousand eleven mm-hmm. is when she finally took ownership of it. Yeah, but I feel like when you but for artists acquiring their masters, you have to pay for that, don't you? Yes. In your own pocket because you know how like when you go in with a recur we saying this like we real artists y'all yeah. <laughs> but, but artists have to come in they have like a recording budget or whatever uh-huh. so what I learned because I, I have to just kind of listen to interviews for like artists and everything like that so uh, I think like DMX said something in the nature of like hey uh, you know Def Jam or whoever bought me this watch but what they don't tell you is even though they're gifting you a watch, they're taking it out of your budget. So basically, you're paying for your own gifts without even realizing it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Because I'm, I'm reading this article. Mm-hmm. They mentioned like Iggy Azalea. Like, that's why she's not with her label. She doesn't own her her masters. Yeah. Like her big, they're her big hits. Mm-hmm. So does that mean she's not getting paid for those? She's not getting paid for them. And that's why she don't perform them. You, remember we talked about that where like artists like if they don't own that stuff then when they go on tour their they biggest hits it. they can't perform it or if they do or I mean or if they're like if they're still like good with the label then they probably can right yeah but I mean if you leave your label and you go independent and stuff like that we're like alright we're cool like so fake she's not, fake, she not fake gonna records, be performing a Black Widow yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's that's, right. that's probably why that uh I mean the pandemic probably worked out for her so she don't have to perform music but if she was to she got to perform and, and I'm sorry to say this for Iggy Azalea but she got to perform that bullshit that she's got today yeah because honestly she broke she, she her label and she fell team, down oh my I feel so bad for her like huh, I feel bad for her because it's like you know it's some people that I feel like you know when they are on the label and then they are no longer on the label when they become independent. They thrive off that. Yeah. And they become really successful. Mm-hmm. And then you have people like Iggy Azalea where she actually needs that label backing. Yes. She 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 needed but I, that. I mean, but also too though, I think it also depends on if you're actually talented. Because anybody, she can't rap. It's like it's she like being a player good. in the NBA. Okay, I'm good on the Mavericks, but if I get traded to the the Orlando Magic. I got to be able to still ball whatever formula is. Tom Brady. Tom Brady can go anywhere he great. But he has talent. That's talent, right? Iggy ain't got talent. To, yeah, I, I think she got exposed. Yeah, she this got is, talent. We can discuss this on a, on a different podcast one day. 
I just only reason why I have this question because I just don't really think about it. And, and Iggy could probably be the best best one out of this category. Have there ever been a good white female rapper? No. Because I've literally thought about that. Like, ain't no rapper, ain't no white girl. Because you can name male rappers. You can say Eminem, Paul Wall. Because ain't no white girl trying to rap. Jack Harlow or something, right? But I've never thought. I was like, and I'll be honest, I don't want to hear a white girl rapping. Because <laughs> I know we talked, to, you know how I talked about like Chanel West Coast, like, you know, like, I came up through the slums and I'm like. I mean, because I feel like also, too, you got to have rhythm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be. There's probably why this. here, but uh-huh. white people ain't really got no rhythm. Uh-huh. It, well, they, they struggle to catch the beat. Yeah. So. Um, But for me, because we're going to actually, I'll, I'll like segue over to. The one we talking about the whole racist thing, uh-huh. um, but for a second, but I hope, uh, but everyone do not stream Anita Baker's music right now. Let if you want to listen to it, ask your mama if they have her a old CD or a cassette CD, tape yeah, or vinyl record player and have her sing. Sweet yeah. love. But when she made that announcement that she owned it, always celebrating. Mm. You, you know what? I just read the lyrics and just sing it to me, like like uh, you know, and I you know. I don't want to embarrass myself. Because I might, I, maybe at the end of the show, because I might. I feel no pain. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know the melody like that. Yeah. So. Um, you what did you say? Oh. Talking about? Oh, yeah. So you had a question for me earlier today, actually. Well. Yes. I brought up something to your attention, then you had the question. So you were like, can you forgive a racist? Yes. And that. It, yes. Because <laughs> it's like, can you? So. so and, this is, I, I, and I asked this question because. You know, people do make mistakes, and I do believe that everyone has the ability to change. Right. Right. Um, And then who am I to say that someone can't be forgiven, Mm -hmm. you know, to make... I'm not going to judge anyone, make that judgment call or whatever. Yeah. But can racists be forgiven, or does it depend on the severity of the level of race and like the guy calling them girls, the those um young ladies on the basketball team, fucking niggers. Right. 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 Um, can he be forgiven? And I feel like I think it does uh depend on the severity, but I think it also depends on if the person took accountability. That and it's that's like, that's what it was. It's like me. stand in your shit. Own up to what you did. Mm-hmm. And like the man last week, he didn't do that. He blamed, you blamed it, it on, on diabetes. diabetes, low blood sugar. I yeah, was, like. So, so here's my thing. I have. The reason and you why, mentioned Justin Bieber. Yeah. Well, okay, we can bring it up first. We'll, so, the reason why is because, you know, Justin Bieber, I don't know when. Obviously, he did this when he was younger. It's like, like when, when he was like, when he's like a. It's like baby, baby, baby. baby. yeah. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know this. He had a he was Justin Bieber had a song called One Less Lonely Girl. It's gonna be one less lonely girl. I didn't know it was a song. song. Yeah, it was like his actual song. And so a a, a clip had surfaced. Um instead of saying one less lonely girl, he was like, There's gonna be one less lonely nigger. There's gonna be one less lonely nigger. Right? Mm -hmm. And when the clip that came out, of course, you know, he had like issued an apology and you know they say they're young and they've learned and stuff like that and people have pretty much forgotten about that like no one really brings it up only a few people do mm-hmm. every once in a while 
um, when they feel like he's trying to uh, insert Appeal himself. To the black fans. Yeah, insert himself into black culture. Right. That's when people like to try to bring it up. Um, so I was like, I don't know. Like, can people, you know, can racists be forgiven? Because I'm not going to lie. That one Justin Bieber album. Um, Refle- is it Reflections? Journals. Journals. Journals is Does he have amazing. Who, I don't know. Who I don't know. Yeah. But it's great because it's like yeah, I go inspired. I go front. And, 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 and credit. Wow. You know, I'm talking about the fact that there's a, there's a Justin, album, Justin Bieber album that I like. Credit. I never knew that clip came out until after the fact. But, you know... There's this the only thing I really can listen to Justin wise that I'm just like okay with is I can listen to a few songs from Journal and the Maria I'm Drunk song. Yeah. O- outside of that, I can care less if he makes music. No, no, no disrespect to him. I'm just saying, you know, not like and then not like the clip. I just you know it's whatever. But you know, a lot of times he's trying to appeal to that to the to that fan base. But you know. So do you think that racist can be forgiven? I'm going I'm to give you an example. Okay. All right. So, as I brought up to your attention about how, because I'm a big okay, racist. Before you, okay. Yeah. Before you continue. Uh-huh. I feel like racists can be forgiven, but I'm not going to forget. And I feel like also, too, I am always going to look at you sideways or like one foot is always going to be at the door. Mm-hmm. Because you I just feel need like, another F up and that's it. Yeah, because I feel like all it takes um, is for you to be triggered for you to revert. You know, because, you know, when you're being racist, that's hateful. Yeah. You have, you have hate in your heart. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, I feel for, for, for me, it's the way, how that, how it, whatever happens, how you go about it. If it was just something just sudden, like, and you didn't do nothing after that. All right, cool. Slip up, I'll I'll let you pass. It's a pass. Do, do they apologize and they take ownership of it? Wait, wait, what, how how you slip up? How you slip up and call it? That's true. I, I I'm not disagreeing with you're saying. Okay, so how do you slip up I'm and call saying, somebody a nigga? How do you slip up and do that? Right. I'm when I say slip up, I'm okay. talking about to the point where like it was a one time thing. Now if you go further, 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 I mean, further, but, uh, saying but, all that stuff, but then I'm like, of, okay, now you. A really, lot of these mm. times, to our knowledge. This is a one-time thing. That's true. Because this is the first time we're so to us. It's all a one-time thing. Yes. Granted, they probably have said it before in the past. Right. So how do you know it's a one-time thing? If that's the case, you gave everybody a pass. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. But okay, so let me let me put it off like this. Okay. I'll, I'm gonna bring up because I was gonna I'm, bring I'm, this up later. I'm trying to understand. Make okay. you understand. So this is what this is what happened. Okay. I'm gonna bring up wrestlers okay. for this case because well, so I'm gonna uh, get for for everyone listening. Cody is a really big wrestling fan. Yeah. Continue. Okay. So, you know how for wrestling, I like the, the wrestler Kevin Owens. Right. He's, he's a white guy. He's a white guy. He's from Canada. He's okay. like French Canadian. But anyway. So, when, before he got into WWE, mm-hmm. he, was, uh, he was at a, a local, like, you know, small wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Him and another guy. Now, the other guy is, uh, he's in a different organization. Is he, what color is he? He's, he's white. Okay, yeah. so right. two white dudes. So, right. So, they was on the mic, and it was a black wrestler in the ring. Okay. And then, so, they, they're heels. Heels, for anyone that don't watch wrestling, bad are bad guys. guys. Okay. So, of course, that the black dude is the, is the good guy. Okay. So, then, they were saying some stuff, whatever, and, whatever, and they started saying the N-word. Right. They started saying the N-word. No, hold on, because I know you're looking at your right now I'm gonna explain this is how I can forgive it, listen no you better not say it because this is a damn skit no okay no okay because I'm like that's why I'm like let me stop you for okay really go ahead and justify it. it okay so he they said the stuff uh-huh. but the thing about it was 
behind the scenes, he said he didn't feel right about it. They all like it was a it was a three way agreement. Like, hey, I need I need you to give me some heat real quick. I need so out of everything you can say, you call him a nigger. The black dude. Yeah, no, there's, 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 other, there's other ways. I know. To get a person. I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay, but this is what I'm gonna say. Man. Kevin, Kevin brought he, the, the like the next week or whatever. The clip never came out at all. The clip didn't come out till like last year. This happened like in 2011. He put out an apology, like, "Look, y'all, I don't feel right about this, but this is what I did. So I want to go ahead and issue out the apology before y'all hurt anything." So if you didn't feel right, why did you do it? I feel you. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not. So now I can't fuck with Kevin Owens. Okay, that's you. Because I, because even in the, because even his even I, even in, in his apology you knew that it was fucked up. Mm-hmm. You could have not said anything. I feel when, you. you. When when old dude was calling dude, if, if old dude was calling the black dude a nigger, you could have. Well, well, the black dude shouldn't have said, "Hey, this is what we could do." And, and, but but you know, but you could only be responsible for yourself. That's true. And your own actions. That's true. So if it's two white guys calling a black dude a nigger, and you're like, well, "We made an agreement. I didn't feel comfortable doing it." So when it came out there, when it was time. For y'all little spiel to go when old you call somebody a nigger, you shut the fuck up and you don't say it. I feel you. Look, if for me, if that was the case, if I'm if, if so I'm no, in that shoe, so I'm you, like, you so know what? No, so nah, no, even if you gotta you. fire me just because I don't want to go along with so this, then I can't fuck with you. Yeah, because you're because you're still justifying that I didn't want to do it. So then you shouldn't. No one's putting a gun to your head. No one's making you do anything. That's true. You're responsible That's true. for what comes out your mouth. You should be conscious of what comes out your mouth. I feel you. So now, now, so actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, nah. Okay, so now, so now, wrestlers can't be forgiven. Do we we got that right? I feel like I got something out of you as well. All the reason I'm like, well, I don't, I don't like the fact when people are when people um, when stuff comes out about a non-person of color a white person calling another person a nigger and then when they come out for it, they justify it and just says I was wrong. You're making all these fucking excuses. Yeah. Instead of taking ownership by, by saying. I shouldn't have said it. I apologize. Don't tell me I was young. No, don't no, tell, no, 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 don't no, no, no. Tell me For I that case, he, did, he didn't say, he literally said, this happened he like. He said he should never. He no, said, I'm he saying said to at you. The time, but I'm saying, he said at the time, he didn't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. So why did you. No, no, no. That was, okay. The moment he said it, he said, this happened. I apologize. Years later, when the clip surfaced, then that's what people said, and he was like, "I didn't feel comfortable doing." It. That's the whole thing. So I'm saying, if you come, if you come out and selling me something, I'm like, "Well, you know what? At least you told me before I even knew about it, because I wouldn't have known about it." We talk about the fact that the only reason why people apologize for them clips that come out, they apologize because they got caught. Exactly. He didn't get caught at the time. He said it. Oh. The air conditioner went off. I'm sorry. He said it, and so I'm thinking I wouldn't have known about it until it happened. So I'm saying if you if you if you say it, I don't th- I'm not agreeing with you saying it. But if you telling me that you did this, like, look, I'm gonna be honest with you, I did this before this happened. So so that way, if it comes out, I want to at least give you the heads up what happened. That's what I'm saying. So of course, in the com- in the in the common agreement of what we're talking I, about, I races really can't be forgiven. I mean, but I, I get what you're saying, but it's also too like. You said you weren't comfortable saying it, so why did you do it? I, that's, that's my thing. That's a that's question. De- that's a that, question that's for racism. So, so in that moment of time, I wasn't comfortable saying it. So why the hell did you say it? You could have kept your mouth shut. You could have. I'm not disagreeing with your. Because saying. it's just like also too. He's like, it just rose me the wrong because you're saying 
I'm just letting you know this 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 happened, but let you know I wasn't comfortable saying it. That right there, you saying I wasn't comfortable saying it. You were conscious. You knew what you were doing. You was uncomfortable saying it, but you chose to say it. I, you made I agree. the decision. And it shouldn't. It. And that shouldn't have been something that somebody should have used so for wrestling. For that, I can't fuck with you. Okay. Now, what I was going to get into first about because we brought up wrestling. So for everyone that's realizing right now, we in WrestleMania season. For for the WWE and, and WrestleMania, y'all is like the Super Bowl of wrestling. Yeah, Grand everyone has wrestling. that big big thing going up, and so it happens to be WrestleMania. Okay. So they came up with hosts. Now they don't even need to do this, Sidebar, but they decided. That was a whole freaking rant. It was. <laughs> no, I feel you, it, and, and I feel you because I had one last week. You gotta get some off your chest, whatever. But I brought something to your attention. Cool. Okay. But okay, so they they announced hosts for WrestleMania this year, and they announced uh, Titus O'Neil, which is a black wrestler. Um, he's you know, well respected, just a really good guy. He's from Tampa. He, you know, helps out with the homeless. He, he's, he's a great, great activist. He's for a the black company. dude. He's a black dude. Okay. And, and everything so like that. Tell people who he's going to be with. Yes. He's going to be ho- co hosting with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I know Hulk Hogan is a racist too. Yes. Now, people. I, and then he tried to justify his racism as well? Yes. So I'm going to explain this real quick. So let me get into my bag for real, for real. So. What happened was is that there was a, a, a tape that surfaced so about early, the late 2000s. He, you know, was dealing with some marital problems. He goes up and then one of his homeboys was like, hey, come have sex with my wife. He was just calling the spade a spade. So they, they playing the tape. He didn't know he was being taped at the time. Not doing no justification. I'm just letting you know what happened. Uh-huh. And he just started talking about niggers. He just kept bringing it up like like his daughter. Like, look, if she's going to be with a... With with a with a nigger, I want her to be with an eight foot nigger. You know, you know that play basketball or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it kept saying fucking niggers, like how that dude last week was talking about this. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever. And he even said in that in that sense, I'm a racist to a point. He literally said that. Mm-hmm. So the tape comes out. Of course, at the time he gets fired by the company. Of and course, he, he wasn't re- he wasn't wrestling, but he was like associated with them. They just like you know what? Let me just go ahead. And we got to distance ourselves from him because he's not really helping our case right now. Okay. Everyone, especially black. Black wrestling fans like myself were very upset about this mm-hmm. because you're supposed to be, you know, this iconic dude, even though I didn't really, could, you know, it, it is what it is with him, you know. He was a prominent figure in WWE. Yes, he was, and, and all that type of stuff. So then, years later, actually, before I get into that, months later from that incident, he was on Good Money, Good Money in America. So then the lady asked him, are you a racist? And he was like, no, I am not a racist. I said some things I shouldn't have said at the time. Whatever, whatever. But his ass kept going and was like, but, you know, growing up in, you know, in the 60s in Tampa where I'm from, that's how all my friends greet each other. Just, yeah, uh, white friends, my black friends. We'd be like, good morning, so-and-so. You know, we just throwing the word around like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And my mother. That's digging yourself into even further. Yeah. Because you're not remorseful. And so. And you you don't think what you said was wrong. And so, yeah, I'm thinking. So, apologizing is one thing. Because it can be the apology one, the apology does have to be as loud as the disrespect. Mm-hmm. But you can apologize, and I gotta feel it. If I feel like, okay, you know what, you are wrong for what you did, and everything like that, I I can forgive that. But then, nah, he kept going, and then no, nah. and they even went up to the neighborhood and they, and like interviewed people that probably lived in that neighborhood, and was like, you know, some lady was like, I don't say it, my son don't say it, why he saying it, you know, cool. So then he gets brought back to the company years later. So then, of course, he talks to all the wrestlers, especially the black ones, and was trying to apologize. You know how his apology went? Hey, if you guys are ever going to say something, just make sure no uh, the cameras are recorded. Mm. So he's never really 
just apologized and left it and at that. And he's not remorseful for it. He's, he's not remorseful. So then, so today, in he, he's saying they want him to stand next to a black man. Yes. You, you can't tell me that's PR 101. Like, okay. Because they're going to say it's two Tampa people. If I was that black guy, that's insulting. Yes. You you don't respect me. Yeah. Because so, this man is a blatant racist. Mm-hmm. And also, too, just based off his actions, he is not remorseful. He, he doesn't think that what he said is wrong. Yeah. He only takes it like, making, I was being taped, and, and so it was against my will type and shit. And he's, he's making live situations. That's very disrespectful. Yeah. So, Titus on, on Twitter did, like, you know, because promotion for the for the, for the the company, he's like, hey, y'all, I'm hosting WrestleMania. I'm hosting long, you know, side, you know, Hulk Hogan, whatever like that. He's getting everyone hyped up trying to buy tickets because tickets literally went on sale yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was is that when you look on the on the actual tweet, you know how, like, people got to break the caption? He, you know, he he's tagging WWE. He's tagging WrestleMania. He never tagged... Uh, Hulk Hogan. So everyone was like, "Yeah, this is one of those cry for help moments because you know, obviously, you didn't tag his ass for a reason, you know." Yeah. So basically, this is my standpoint from it. I don't really think that. Well, it's one of those things where if you if you better come up with an apology, like I don't know what, but if you do that justification shit, I can't rock with it. So, I do appreciate the fact that, you know, we, we was able to discuss something that you didn't know I was getting into. Only reason why I brought them up is... You know, I just, I, as you're speaking, I was looking at the topics I have. Uh-huh. None of this shit is positive shit. It's all just, like, really sad. Like, you know, like, um, the next thing, we can talk about it briefly, because this is podcast is going to be, I feel like it's going to be long. Yeah. Um, is... Um, the NCAA thing, right? Oh yeah. So we went from so, untreated uh, black people to the women, men and women. Um, and yeah, I don't want to like talk about this like for too long, but just to kind of uh, give you guys an idea what happened. So pictures and videos kind of surfaced online because right now, um, NCAA March Madness has started. Uh, so definitely congrats to all the teams that are actually in the tournament mm-hmm. uh, this year, the men and women. So, uh, some of the players, like coaches and stuff, or like the staff, you know, they've been posting about what's been going on, their experiences, and some pictures have surfaced online as far as, I guess, when you were in the tournament, the NCAA provides the teams with, like, goodie bags. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there was a picture of the men's goodie bag, which was, y'all, it's like, you know, they're in a hotel, and how the picture... The stuff inside the goodie bag was, was enough like a, to cover up a whole was enough king to cover size the bed. bed. Yeah, I don't know if it's king size, maybe well, queen, but yeah. it was enough to cover up the bed. A lot of different stuff. It was like um, shirts and hats and like I think like hoodies, wipes and, and yeah, like water um, bottles. Yeah, like uh, soaps, deodorants, all different kinds, different varieties. Yeah. Right? Um, and then the women posted theirs, and it's like a hat, a scrunchie. A tampon. A water bottle. That's pretty much it. Like, like one deodorant, one one. Yeah, uh, like the men had three wash. of each, or yeah, three or five of each. Different scents. Like, like the bag they probably got was a duffel. The the bag that the girls got was, was like the little those little, the string backpacks. You yes, know, it was really disrespectful. And then um, they showed. The gyms were working out. Yeah. So the men's uh, like gym was like like your local gym that you go to probably. And the it, women was literally just like a couple some, of, some weights. Yeah, some dumbbells. And then one just, of the, the ladies said that like the NCAA, like when these pictures came out, the lady said that the NCAA said, oh, the reason that the women's like gym yeah. was like this was because of 
space. Yeah, and so the, and she's a, a female basketball player from uh, the University of Oregon. And she showed the space, y'all. And she was like, there's enough space for everyone to to do all these things. And, and it does suck because... And I'm just like, why is it that when it comes to like basketball for like women, why are they treated less than now, and you talking about just in general, not just like college or collegiate or anything. Well, just in general. Yeah, I think because, well, one thing, I'm, and and not, I don't want it to come up as a justification for this, but, you know, people were saying how, like, you know, you got the NBA, you got the WNBA. Mm-hmm. And for, for order to the WNBA to really get floating along, because we talking about the NBA that got like 30, 30 teams and we got like the WNBA that got like 10. You know, oh, it's the, not that many teams. No, it's not literally because every every there's not every city that has a team, uh, a NBA team. Like now, we we for Oklahoma, we used to have this the the one in Tulsa. Yeah, they're not there no more. They moved oh, to Dallas. I didn't know that. Um, the became the Dallas Wings. I think they used to have a team in Dallas, or maybe they just came up with it. But at the same time, like Seattle, Seattle has a Storm. They still have a team in Seattle for WNBA, which mm-hmm. I don't know why everybody want to keep going on. At, okay, so yeah. then so, <laughs> so then let's not, yeah. so then let's not talk about professional. Let's talk about collegiate. Okay, now collegiate—that's another. That's a different story. Because that is the women's wrong. basketball teams are just as good as these men's. Yeah. If if anything, hell, maybe even better. Yeah. And the fact that there's even like UConn and, and Tennessee; those two teams have more titles than the men have titles for any sport. So and it's just like these women that are there deserve the same respect. They're playing the exact de- same sport. Yes, and deserve the same treatment. Like, mm-hmm. why the hell do the men get all this shit? And this is what I get. I get the scraps. Yeah. I used to think, the one thing I used to think about that because even I they, paid, was even, they was even showing the fucking food. Oh, like, yeah. They, they was giving them uh, like, Men plates. got buffet. Yeah, the women didn't get plates of the, plates. Fire festival. Yeah, exactly. Fucking sandwiches and shit. Yeah. The men over here getting buffets and an array of a plethora. I don't even know why they're getting all that food. You'll be running down the court. I don't need all that. <laughs> But I But it's like so like you know, I, I'm not and, I don't really watch basketball, mm-hmm. but seeing that though was really insulting. I will say this, I don't like the fact that um that the fact that there's always it's been like this years after years after years of what's all been going on and then they clearly are blinded for what's happening. Like you 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 clearly know what you're doing because it's on it's on purpose. I do have to credit NBA players like Kyrie, uh, John Morant, all them for speaking up for the women because it does take outside of what you are. It does take someone else to come out with those things. Yeah. Like how we, we, we talked about the whole, like, you know, like just a few minutes ago about the whole racial thing. White people also hold other white people to accountability. Like, hey, you know, we, we can't rock with this. This is the reason why they're going to this. So I do respect the men in the NBA that's making all these money and everything and clearly see the writing on the wall. What? You said that's making all these money. They're uh, making all these money, these yeah. papers, these stacks, <laughs> whatever. But they, make, they're, they're, they got all this, but they are still enough to at least speak up for them and hold the whole NCAA accountable for what's all going on. So yeah. that, um, so yeah, that's crazy. That is, um, I think I want to, cause I don't want this episode to be super long. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go ahead and move on. So can you believe this shit? Oh, yeah. Um, so I told you about this earlier this week and I'll just say this, um, just so that people can know in case you didn't know. Um, I told Cody earlier this week about, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Right? Oh my God! Y'all know the, the star of the Napoleon Dynamite. I don't John know John Heater. John Heater. That was the guy that you know. You know, where's my tots with the glasses and stuff? Um, I told Cody. Um, I saw on Twitter it says, 
Um, Napoleon Dynamite grossed over $45 million um, since it's released uh, back in 2004. But the lead character who played Napoleon, he was only paid $1,000 for his role. He got a band. And I told Cody, I said, wow. And he was the lead. I was I was so upset for him. And and I think that this may have been like his first movie. And so it's like you accept it. But I thought about it because I watched the movie. All them dance moves he did for Pedro, I was getting only a thousand dollars. That's not even worth it. You know, Uncle Rico probably made more than that. Yeah, and I was like, that was really I, I, insulting. I told you, um Haley Duff definitely made more than a thousand. I mean And she was in a movie? Yeah. She was one of those girls. She was like one of the mean girls in the movie. But I, I clearly she's not gonna take a band, and she wouldn't even. She's not Hillary, you yeah. know. But clearly, I'm thinking that like that's gotta suck. Like you ever been like the best player on your and team, a, and you yeah. get paid the less, or even at your job. Look at your job. If you know that this one person that's but, making you know, less I, than you, I think you, I actually too like I wonder did they make that move? Did they pay them that much? Maybe they felt like. The movie wasn't going to be as successful. Cause I remember, you know, you and I made a joke. If you only got paid a thousand dollars, how much did the extra get paid? Yeah, yeah, cause cause the extras like there's probably extras that make a thousand dollars in like good ass movies. Yeah. I would love to be like if, if you pay if I get hold on. Remember I told you I said if I'm being paid a thousand dollars for a movie, I better be the fucking tree. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, what. I better have no lines. I gotta memorize all this. I gotta perform. I gotta do all this. Yeah, I'm only paid a thousand dollars. Sure, strippers don't even make a thousand. Well, at the good strip clubs, you know. But you, hopefully, you don't leave out with just a thousand a night. I'm just saying, a thousand for the whole movie. That movie, you probably have to take like four months to take. I was mad for him. I know. I just had that one. Yeah. Well, real quick uh, for me. this is funny. So this is a Florida man, and I love how everything starts with Florida man. Florida man who lied about connection to Wu Tang Clan and scam luxury hotels was sentenced to seven years in prison. So this dude pretended to work for Rock Nation and being like somebody a member of the Wu Tang, not a member of the Wu Tang, but in connections with them. You know how like there's always that one guy. You know I I, I work with you know with Raekwon and Ghostface up. Killer and Jay all that type of shit. So this dude would go. <laughs> He's 28, too. I'm thinking... I mean, how, okay. Uh, yeah, he shouldn't do that, but then that's the... People let him get away with this shit, like, fault. Y'all didn't fact-check nothing. And, uh, and also, too, why are you giving people shit for free? That's how people... Based off of... Just be, just off base of somebody they may know. I feel you. He was either... He's uh, ordered to pay $300,000 in restitution into 19 different businesses. Damn, that he's he doing that shit for a long he time. He was doing it for, for a minute. Um, Aaron Barnes is his name. And uh, yeah, he uh, in credit cards. He had fake credit cards and all that. He was literally. So was he pretending to be okay? So was he going by his? Was he using his real name and just said like, "Hey, I know so and so," or did he really just pretend to be somebody else and like be on some fraud shit? It was really being on some fraud shit. They didn't really get into details, but I'm just gonna say how I think this has happened. I'm just gonna draw this out. I feel like he probably went around and was like, okay, these tours are going on like that. I got these people coming in. We want to go ahead. He's probably making phone calls on their behalf on some other shit. I don't know how he got phone numbers. I don't know how he got credit cards. Oh, just try to get. But I feel like even then, don't they got to pay? I don't think these hotels and even places be giving them just shit just for free. Just well, 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 here's the thing. If you got a credit card and you scamming, it's free to you, but it's being paid some way or another, I'm assuming. 
Mm. I, I mean, I don't know. Scammers out there, just just hit me up at uh. <laughs> Scammers be thinking. I I you know I never understood people who be scamming because you have to know you're gonna get caught. Yeah. We already talked about the dude from uh, the grocery store on our very first. Oh my God. Even though it wasn't really technically a segment called "Can You Believe This Shit," we just basically like, "Can you believe this shit?" And we just kind of went into it. I what happened to him. We have to check that out. Oh, uh, I know he got released. I just don't know yeah. anything else. I told you if I have my own podcast, hint, hint, coming soon. Uh, yeah, y'all. Cody starting his own podcast. So the, the way she just said that, she really just downplayed it. Look, yeah, coming soon, my... launching soon. Y'all, I was like, we just started ours. How the hell are you gonna go try to venture off? I'm trying to. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm like Jeezy. I got the the boys in the hood deal, but you know, let's get it. Thug motivation one on one. Got to come out soon. All right. I'm hot right and now. So what I'm the fly pie. So what happened to his first one though? They still together? Or they broke up? No, he left the group. Why? Oh, so, because he so got. He, so you planning on leaving the podcast? I'm not planning on leaving the podcast. Alright, it's just me and you. Yeah, you know I know. I mean? I'm trying to expand our audience to different levels. But if you lose, but that if you start your own podcast, that'll be your own audience. It wouldn't be ours. Yeah. The, listeners, join me on both. It's the, here's the thing. How many podcasts you listen to for real? How many podcasts you listen to? I listen yeah. More than one, right? Uh-huh. It's not like, oh, I'm taking the fans and then you know, never. I know, doing but I but we just started this one. I know, we, we just started. We ain't been we ain't even three months in yet. You already trying to venture off? Most people when they when they do venture off, they've been in the the first one for a minute. I feel you. They let it get seasoned. And I shit. feel you, but I'm but I would like to do two at the same time. All right, you well, gotta you gotta. We'll see. We'll release it. All right, cool. All right then. All right, but uh, <laughs> I wanna... just go messed up with the... no. Before we leave, I just go. Are you are you really like salty about it? No. Because I want you to be supportive. No, I'm gonna be supportive of you. But I'm also no. There's no but. Okay. I'm also like. We just started this one. Yeah. Let's continue to get this one off the ground because I don't want your attention to leave this one and then you just primarily focus on this other thing. No. I'm good. This, I'm good. We're still we're still a baby here. I feel we're still a baby. We ain't in but college stage. We gotta, oh, we gotta walk. Know. We we ain't there yet. We three months. What three months old you know uh, walking? Okay. Well, I'm not a baby. But, uh, but this so. is a baby. I feel you, but you know what? But at one point you gotta grow, and we will. We we, we are gonna grow. Okay, so give but it I'm also bringing another eyes to the product. And I'm not saying that you cannot, but I said fo- focus on one thing at a time. Dang, you don't think I can do it? I mean, only way I'm gonna know is if I give it a shot. Yeah, true. It's really a shot. I mean, true. But like I said, I don't want you to focus on lose focus on this one. Either. No, I still got random combos in okay. my mind, boo. All right, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. I guess we'll we'll see y'all uh, next week to see if uh, Cody's podcast is out. And if it is, well, I guess we'll give it a shout out here. Y'all can go ahead and take a listen to it. But uh, until next time. Until next time. I'm Charisma. Cody, y'all. <laughs> and we'll talk to y'all next week. All right. Bye. Bye.